common sense advice for life. Let's chat. Now, here's Will Kesley and Tony Peck. All right, welcome back. How's Let's it chat. Going? Will and Tony. You Hi. know, I got... Uh, I'm Mr. Will, and that is little boy Tony. <laughs> you know, Will, I got thinking on the break. You were talking about check your six, right? Yep. And it's interesting how a lot of times we cause our own problems. Yeah. You know, and we're actually the issue, and we go around life thinking... Everybody else. Everybody else's issue, and if you actually check your six sometimes, you realize, man, I'm actually the one driving all of these negative behaviors and all these people around me. So I think it's a great, a great, uh, just metaphor, metaphor (laughs) and way to live your life is every once in a while, check your six. You're hundred percent responsible. You know what? Am I actually the one causing a lot of this stuff? Because we do, don't we have a tendency to look around and go, well, if that person wasn't this, if they didn't do that, if they, if they, if they, if they blaming and justifying those two words, if you blame or justify, that's called a dirty motive Mm -hmm. because you're not owning yeah, anything. You, you, yeah, you don't own your choices. You're not. You're taking yourself out of the control seat of your the plane that is your life. I hear this yeah. in counseling often. They'll come in and say, "Well, you don't understand because they made me mad." Uh, no, actually, I do understand. But why did you allow them that power to make you mad? Yeah. How? You, you, why, why, why are you giving up your control why, of your life? Why are you giving that control up? They don't have to make you mad. You choose to be mad. What they said was mean. Was it true? No. Then who cares? Just because they said it, like, a monkey could have said it in the in the in the jungle. Would it bothered you? So yeah, we take this a little further than typical, which is um, I get life. Life has its ups and downs. We have our ups and downs. We feel our ups and downs. But ultimately, if you want to find real joy in life, one of the things you have to do is learn to be accountable to yourself, and that means yeah. you control your happiness. You know, I think accountability is a huge, huge benefit. I mean, when you get to that place where you're owning your own actions, mm-hmm. you're owning your own thoughts, you're owning your own actions, and you're able to look at yourself and said, yep, I caused that. It's called self-awareness. How many times have I seen marriages so powerful. end and the people are like, well, I'm controlling my happiness, Will. I'm not happy, so I'm leaving. Yeah, but you are, you're not going to be happy in your next marriage either. Yeah, because you, you're the reason. You're That's the reason. my point. It's like, sometimes you're the reason. It's and like, if you don't you understand. Have this- I have needs. I have, okay, that's the, okay. You're, you're falling right into the bucket here. We understand that. Clean those motives up a little bit. You'd be surprised. So we're talking about dating. We're going to go a little further than that. We're talking about relationships and Issues that happen inside relationships. Okay. We had our, our our caller here write in and say, hey, I'm about to, I'm thinking about marrying this guy. Yeah, this guy's hot. My parents think he's a dweeb. He's always jealous, but I think he's hot. Yeah. What do I do? Should I marry this guy? Even <laughs> no, though my parents no. disagree. And I'm like, it wasn't the fact your parents disagree. Although one of the failures of marriages is called in-laws become outlaws. So we talked about the top three things to have a good relationship. Now let's talk about the five things that cause divorce. (laughs) (laughs) And one of them is in-laws become outlaws. So if uh, mom and dad or their mom and dad aren't involved, uh, walk carefully. Because as much as you'd like to take mom and dad out of a person's life, it's very hard. It's very hard to do because it's genetic. It's just a DNA connection. It's very, very hard to do. Yeah, I mean, these are the people that live their whole life with. It's really hard to carve that out. Carve that out, even though even they may hate them. But you'll be surprised how much they let them into their life. Okay, so in-laws, you're saying your mom and dad think he's a dweeb. Careful with that one. Now, you don't have to marry him or not marry him because mom and dad like him or not. This is your decision. Correct. But mom and dad many times will see things you're not going to see because you're in the middle of a relationship. And let's be honest, you're high on oxytocin. See, I, oh man, I love that. I love that you say that because you're right. You're in this euphoria and you can't see straight. So yeah. 
Check your six. <laughs> All those who are in love right now and you're all goo-goo and everybody around you tells you you're an idiot, just back up a minute because with oxytocin and dopamine, these are chemicals in your brain, they're designed to make you fall in love. They're designed to make attraction. They're designed for you to be happy in yeah, attraction. bring connection, all that good stuff. They but... also make you stupid <laughs> and, and naive. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I remember the days, you know. You, right. It's like, I'm in Nobody love could have told you better because you're yeah. all high on oxytocin. So call it what it is. But let's talk about this. We talked about the fact she said, well, he's jealous. Okay, well, there's a couple things on jealousy. Number one, if jealousy is because he really lacks self-confidence in himself, there's a bigger problem here. There's a red flag. He needs he, to figure something out. Huge red flag. Yep. But I want to turn this now to back to, to her for a minute. I would okay. ask her, check her six, and say, what is it that I do in my life that is inconsistent with a healthy uh, relationship? Let me give you some examples. Okay. I had a couple come in uh, here some time ago, and they said... Well, the problem I have is when I get home, my wife gets on Facebook and chats all night with her friends. And it really ticks me off. Yeah, because he's wanting, Not, probably wanting intimacy or he's wanting connection. He, he, he's needing some and, relationship from and her, she's right? she's wanting to go get some people who love her, who tell her how great she is. How, and so she's probably not getting that either. Yeah. Remember, see what's happening here. There's something else, the dynamic that drives us. The fact she's on Facebook is is the result of something else that's going on. However. Makes sense. That's that's another piece of the conversation. Let's talk about her going on Facebook. Once you're married. This is Will Kesley talking here. <laughs> Extraordinaire. I like it. I, I am not a fan yeah. of anything social media that isn't combining the two of you. Yeah. Do not have your own do Facebook not account. have your own anything. I have a Facebook account and it's called Will and Robin. That's my wife and that's me. We're together and it we doesn't do- even have my last name on it because I don't care if people find me on it. I, I people from when I first did one had my last name on it. I'd get you know girls from high school going, Hey, yeah, what are you yeah, doing? <laughs> D friend. Now, why did I do that? Oh, what's fun? It's, it's innocent. It's no big deal. Will no, it's not fair to my wife. Yeah. When I said they're gonna get 15 people. You know, I heard you on the radio. Hey, what's going on? You still married? Done. I made a commitment when I got married. And it's not fair to my wife that I have to sit and chat with my old girlfriends. It's not the right thing to do. Move on. Get yeah, over it. On. People say, well, it's, in, it's not innocent. Go it, chat with your wife. Go chat with your wife. <laughs> go do something that'll build something that matters. Yeah, chat with your kids. Chat with your wife. Chat you to- and your wife together, go chat with some friends. Mm-hmm. Build relationships as a couple, right? right? So, I mean, I think that's so important that you, you know, so many people are like, "Well, I got my friends. You, you can't expect me, you know, give up them. my friends." Yeah, that's not like, what that's about. That's not what we're talking about. No, we're not talking about that. We're talking about how to build a solid, committed relationship. Mm-hmm. And if you avoid those things, you avoid pitfalls. So the reason you want to have a Facebook account that is co-branded, the two of you, is because not everything's open. You trust each other with it. Yeah. And that's not to say we're saying don't have friends right i mean or even talk to old friends yeah will's my friend i go and hang out in his hangar and we check out his airplane and we you know do things on the side yeah and we're friends but that's a different situation because it's a mutual friendship and and all out in the open it's not these you know hang-ons from the past you bring on tony and here's a conversation i had a young couple newly married and they um they're only married about uh, three months brand new and she was fit to be tied because every Saturday he'd get up and go play basketball. Okay. And she's like, what the heck? We are married. 
you know, this is our time. Saturday morning's our time. He's like, I love playing basketball with my friends. I've done it my whole life. That's what I love to do. And so the conversation comes up. Well, then he should dump basketball. No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying is you, you, you don't have need to, to manage do that. this. She yes. needs to have her time. He needs to have his time. They need to have us friends' time. He needs to have his friends' time. They need to have us times. These are all healthy things. It's about going in your back closet room and pull up your computer and going, hey, What's up? Do you still married? No, inappropriate. Yes. And if you have, keep it in the front of each other, you can have appropriate conversations and have appropriate relationship conversations with other people. It doesn't have to go into this whole thing of jealousies and worries and so on and so forth. Yeah, because it's all out in the open. It's transparency, transparency. in the relationship, right? Right. And if you're going up to hang out with Will and play basketball, you say, hey, I'm going to hang out with play, play basketball with Will. Yeah. And, you know, your wife knows it. Everybody knows it. Right. You go have your basketball time and then you come home and you, so you know. Here's another trust trap. Another trust trap. Okay. So I go with my friends, my girlfriends. We all have time away and we all have a little girl time to go away. And then they talk about their husbands. Trust trap. Guys and girls, don't talk to your friends about what goes on in your relationship. Yeah. Don't be dogging your don't spouse. Be dog- to the secretary, to your coworkers, to anybody else. It will not solve your problems. You're going to break the trust. And you're going to further break your relationship, by the way. That's correct. Every time when I'm out, I do everything I can to um, tell people how wonderful Camille is. Don't take your difficult things <laughs> in your relationship and put it on Facebook. Oh. Don't. These, these are just things that break why you have a good relationship. It has to be something you're committed to each other on. You know, it's almost like when you do that, you're out there trying to garner allies to your cause yeah right? oh get the know, bully system going. i can't believe my wife she won't even let me do this my wife won't either and next thing you know you're trying to garner some sort of support and what you don't realize is just driving a wedge between you and your wife you go away feeling like i'm better about myself because everybody's having the same thing but yeah. you don't have anything to go back home to to make it better in the relationship that'll actually matter. man it's a fallacy all those people you think are on your side all they're doing is trying to pump you, like... <laughs> they're probably dirtbagging you when you're gone. Going, yeah, pump you up, right? And you're, so you're, you're thinking that you have all these allies, but the first turn of anything and they're gone. So careful in this jealousy conversation. Again, if you're doing it, to check yourself and ask, am I doing something that would cause my wife to feel uncomfortable in my case? And I don't want her to feel uncomfortable. That's not my goal. And so I voluntarily choose not to do a handful of things because it just doesn't work. Yeah, because you right? don't want to put them through it. You don't even want that in their want mind. Her, I don't even want her to have to have that concern or feel. So you own that yourself. And some people say, well, I have to write. yes, be anything you want to be. Just remember, you're married voluntarily. And I don't want to give my wife any room to go. I don't voluntarily want to be with him anymore. I want to be number one. And so my job is oh. to help her feel like she's number one. Well, that's that's back to filling her bucket. By her feeling that you you're striving to make her feel like number one, that's filling her bucket. So on that off chance that you stumble into the friend at Disneyland and, yep. oh, hey, Will, you remember me? I'm from And you have that conversation. Now it's not an issue yep. because you spent your entire life making her feel number one. Right. She knows you're number one. And you would look over at your wife and say, hey, Robin, this is whoever. Men in high school. See you later. Boom. Right. And you're hey, right back at it. Okay. I just had my class reunion. Okay. And this is an interesting one. And um, my wife, who's never class really, reunion, is no, don't you love things, right? <laughs> and so, for the first time in you know forty years, two girls showed up to the class reunion who I had dated. All right, never been there really before. Okay, and serious dated, like yeah, boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, dated. yeah, yeah. Okay. I like you, you like me, kind of a thing. 
And um, it was interesting to see my, how my wife was responding to that in, in a way that it, it, it kind of, it saddened me a little bit because I realized when one girl had come up who I actually chose my wife over this other girl. Okay. She had come up, hey, how are you? And I noticed my wife came over whoop, right next to my side, <laughs> right? Bless her heart. And I, yeah. I looked at her and I thought, this is hurtful. And I was like, you know, so good to see you. Nice seeing you. Hope things are great in your life. And we moved on. Conversation moved on. And so there wasn't anything wrong with me or anything wrong with my wife. I had to be recognizable the fact that that still can be a memory that can be hurtful. And I had to own that. And, and I didn't have to say, well, I want to talk to her. I want to, what, what for? What I really care about is her, the person I'm spending eternity with. Yeah, see, and I think and you that, have to recognize this and own it and walk away. That's what I was going to highlight. When you told that story, that's what I was going to highlight, right? Is when you're thinking about the other person, that made everything correct. Your instincts were exactly correct when you thought about the other person first. Yeah. If you're thinking about you and, oh, hey, this is going to make me feel good that this girl I used to date, she's all smiling and happy to see me, and I'm going to feel good about that. Now you think about yourself. You're thinking about what it's going to make you feel in the, hey, this is going to be self-aggrandizing to have yeah. this like interaction. So, But so, you're not thinking about the other person. So Whenever keep, you think about the other person, I think that motive is pure. Right. And follow that instinct. So if you're going to your family reunion <laughs> or your class reunion <laughs> yeah. or whatever the case may be, be empathetic to the idea that each other, this is high school, it's years ago. It's important that your spouse you're committed to understands it was years ago we moved on. We have other things that are more important in our lives. Yep. Don't let that creep in because what happens is those will creep in their fantasies of the years past. You'll only remember the fantasy of it. And the next thing you know, that's why you get on Facebook. You say, Oh, Hey, what's going on? Almost the fantasy all comes up, up goes the oxytocin again. Yep. And you think, man, I'm more in love with them than I'm the person I'm actually married to. And it just isn't necessarily true. It's just, you didn't shut that door and create the environment to stay in your own relationship. So you brought up uh, with, uh, you go to a family, right? Yeah. I think it's the same thing. There's so many times where you have conflict with the family, the big family, and you get these people who go home to their family and they want to revert back to them as a kid and just yeah go off with the brothers and you know hang out by the pond fishing and you know we'll leave the wives up to take care of the kids and they do all these things and it's from a very selfish motive and it to some degree you'll put your spouse in a place where it's hurtful and you're not thinking about them. So maybe you check your six mm. a little bit, go to that family reunion and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to go interact with my family. This is probably a good thing, but I'm going to do it through the lens of my, my spouse. So when we come back, we want to talk about that family reunions. If you've got a relationship, you're going to have one. Going to see the other family's family. It's going to happen. It's a part of being married. When you marry the one, you marry the family. That's right. So how do we deal with that? It may work for you. It may not work for you. <laughs> but guess what? We're going to talk about you it. You got a deal about it. Yep. All right. We're going to take a quick break. It's the bottom of the hour news. And then uh, we're going to try what happens at family reunions. We still want to get to this question on technology and a question about eating. Oh. Eating. Oh, that'll be a fun Do you one. struggle with that? Depends on the day. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy it. I love it. For eating. some people, it's a nightmare. Oh, couple of ideas okay. on the way with let's chat with will and tony check us out we are on your local podcast at let's chat with will and tony and of course you can catch us at email email us at let's chat with will and tony at gmail.com back in a couple minutes here we go